This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Uh, hey, it's the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Thanks for listening. That's our theme song. That's it. Now you know you're here. Now you've got it all. It's uh, Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. Sarah and Vinny, Bryn and Nikki. We're all here. And we're here to help. We are here because, uh, you know, we're not doctors, but we play them on TV. Um, And we really should be doctors because we're so good at giving advice. We call it bad advice, but you should take it. I got a bad advice follow-up. That's just called good humility. That's right. That's me being, you know, just, I'm I'm not trying to brag. I'm just telling you. But I am bragging because I'm so proud of us. We've really, we've really done some good work here. (laughs) Maybe we should start over. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I mean, honestly, I'm just, you know, hoping everyone will jump in, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Calling yourselves doctors now? Yeah, we're doctors. No, I said we're not doctors. We just play them on right, right. the radio. TV, but yeah. Personal like, therapists. How about that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we are highly qualified. We should have PhDs, but no one's given us an honorary <laughs> one yet. But we're just God, we're good. You know what it is? We're just sensible. Sensible. We're just your smart friends. That's all. Yeah, we're we're just really smart. wicked smart. Don't worry, it's got smart pock. <laughs> smart pock. What's that? Okay, I'm gonna read you a follow. Read us the original. Can you read us the original letter, or is that I did not that not come? Don't know if. Let me look in my red folder and see. You do see. put it in a red folder, so I, I can do. find that for you if you. No, no, no and I've assistance. got. It's in June, right? Mm, let's see. Do about dogs, stabbed by stalker, relates to Oh, help about husband. I think that I think that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Help about husband. Uh okay. I'm 36, my husband's 40, married for 12 years, have a 10-year-old. I love him. We have a happy marriage. We both work full-time jobs. I work from home. I'm in front of my computer 8 to 5. I work for a small company. It's flexible, so I can drop and pick up our uh, drop off, pick up our daughter. My husband works four days one week, three days the next week. So on every other week, he works four 12-hour shifts. Uh, So while I have two days off a week, he has either three or four days off a week. His job is more stressful. Uh, He does absolutely no uh, housework whatsoever. I do all the laundry, sweeping, mopping, vacuuming, bathrooms, kitchen, grocery shopping, cooking, and even the yard work. He expects his clothes to be laundered and ironed and ready for him at the beginning of his work week. He expects his lunches to be made and packed, ready for him to grab in the morning. He expects his coffee in in a thermos on his way out the door. I've tried talking to him about it, and he rebuffs me. He says, but babe, you're so good at taking care of us. I feel frustrated. He does make more money than I do, so he pays more bills. 
I feel like deep down he feels like I'm earning my keep by doing all the housework. Or maybe deep down I feel like that. Uh, he thinks She thinks it's not fair at all. She needs help. I'm about to lose my shit and freak out. We both come from homes where yelling and conflict was the norm. And we've tried so hard not to be that way. How should I approach this? So I remember you, this one specifically yep. because at the time it sort of stumped me and I just said whatever I said. But as the more I thought about this one, I remember I came back on the air the next day and said, I thought about this and my actual solution. And I don't know if this is what she's going to go with or if she went with the first. I don't even remember what the first thing I said was. But what I would do if I were in her shoes is. I would just hire fucking help and not ask a goddamn question of him about it. And I would hire a gardener and I would hire, I would take his clothes to the laundromat. And these are things when he asks, why are you doing it that way? My response would be, cause I can't do all this shit. I need right. help. And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting help. So right. that's how I deal with it. I'm curious if that's... I think we said, I think we said initially on the first day that we talked about it that we, she needs to write it all down and tell him what it all is and and say it's not fair and you have to help or I, we got to hire someone or whatever we have to do. Um, she says, after hearing your advice, I decided I needed to talk to my husband. I avoid conflict at all costs, so talking and possibly arguing with him seemed daunting. I wrote down a list of all my tasks for the week, not including my 40-plus-hour work week, and that list was long and daunting enough. She didn't even have to add her, that she actually works full-time. As a quick aside, I forgot to mention last time, I have a serious and advanced autoimmune condition that requires me to receive three-hour infusions every four weeks that put me on my ass, and I still had to do all the things, even when I'm in terrible pain and sick from my infusions. Damn. That's so fucked up. She I might have know. Crohn's. Well, whatever she's got, she's got to go and get this yeah. for every four weeks. She's got to go get some kind of treatment. Who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Is that I don't know how they treat lupus or if it's Crohn's or whatever it is. It's one of the ways they treat Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. And we're looking into the those. Did you call it infusions? That's what they're calling That's it here. Probably how my kid's going to start getting her medicine. And if she gets it that way, well, then will her menu open up some or it's still a little bit be, okay. not a lot but it will certainly we've already make her more tolerant of not to things. make this about her but for the but the news is good the medicine that she's been on lately has really helped she's been doing a lot better and we as a family have come out from under a really gray cloud so mm. and and these things are hard and so as she mentions that so so not only is she sick when she gets the infusion but she's probably got a specific diet and other crap she's got to deal with as well. Right. So go on. So she's, so she's got this thing, and so after after the infusion, she's on her ass, right? But mm -hmm. she still has to get all the stuff done. Uh, so before we spoke, I got him in a good mood after work. He came home to his favorite dinner. Uh, that was cooking. I gave him a nice cocktail and a little bedroom action before dinner. Oh, look at you! Wow. Yeah. I know, right? That's she that, wanted this she to go well. She is way too accommodating. Way she, too accommodating. She really is a giver. She's a there. she's a giver. Yep. Um, after dinner, I told him how I was feeling. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to zoom in on this because it's so hard for me to read. Uh, after dinner, I told him I was feeling that I am overworked, tired, frustrated, and becoming resentful toward him. I told him he'd better step it up around the house or I was going to have to hire someone to help take care of the yard and pool 
and someone to help with the house cleaning. I was crying while telling him because I was so overwhelmed that it felt so good to get it all off my chest. To my surprise, he sat and listened and didn't interrupt for the most part. I did have to tell him to zip it a few times. After I was finished speaking, he stood up and gave me a hug and said he was sorry and that we'd work something out. The next day, we took a hard look at our finances and decided I could stop working full-time and return to my previous part-time position as a librarian at our child's elementary school, which is 12 hours a week. He also promised to start taking care of the yard and pool maintenance. Now, I'll still be doing all the housework and cooking and child rearing, but I will have more time to get these things done, and the yard and pool won't be on my plate anymore. And she won't have a a 40-hour-a-week job. Mm. I am happy to be a wife and mother full-time if I don't have to work full-time as well. Thanks, guys. Love you. And wow. Huge. Right? A little bit of... She, so she basically threatened the things that you suggested and did the thing that we said about, you know, write it all down and put it in front of them. And which yeah, part of this do you big. do? What do you do here? Yeah. You know it's, what, Coco? I'll tell you something. As you as you said, she's way too accommodating. I'll, I'll tell you something that's really weird that you find out later in long-term relationships, whether it's a marriage or you have kids together, Mm -hmm. is you find that you are heavily invested in this goddamn situation. And while under a normal dating circumstance, you'd be like, fuck this, fuck you, I'm out of here. I guess I'm just used to my mom. And, you know, in the, like... Mexican culture, most women are very accommodating to their man. They make, you have to make a plate, you have to do this, you have to do that, like what this woman was doing. But, and my mom did it for a little bit, and then she just was like, you want to know, you can get your own plate, you can do this. Like, and I think that's what I'm just used to. So what I meant by that is like, yeah, you have to um, do that to make the relationship work. And it probably is coming from somewhere out of like love and making your partner happy. I totally get that. But if you're going through infusions, and he doesn't step up and be like, you know what? You're going through stuff. You're working 40 hours a week. The fact that he didn't recognize that is He was up. just completely happy to have her take care of yeah, everything. Yeah, it's fucked up. He should have stepped aside and looked at what his partner needed But you're so good as at well. washing dishes and doing everything so else. So good at it. Everything takes so going care fine. Of us. You never bitch about it. Yeah, that's, that's that whole, I got a blind spot purposefully because it's working out yeah. for me best. I get that part of what you're saying. But I guess to finish my thought, I just feel like sometimes... You're more accommodating because you feel like you need the result to go your way. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, totally. this whole thing blowing up is going to be ugly for everybody. Like, you really do find yourself going, I can't live like this. I may have to blow this whole fucking thing up over this. <laughs> and it makes, This is ugly. <laughs> it makes sense, yeah. though, how when she said she hates confrontation and she doesn't want conflict, it makes sense on why she did everything. It's just so she's like, okay, I'll just do it. I'll just get it done just to Mm -hmm. avoid a fight. That's what it was. But every little toothpick just piles up. Mm -hmm. And that resentment stuff is real. And you definitely, uh, I think everybody struggles with certain resentments depending on whatever slight you're feeling. Unless the weight is evenly distributed, which is very difficult to have happen in any deal. Right. Any workplace. It's then true. resentments are real and often cause breakups. Well, they mm-hmm. they get to a point where you couldn't, you can't fix it, even if you try. Right. You know, sometimes you've just it's gone too far, and you've just built up this resentment. When you finally let it out, it just be, you become it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's better off having talked. I mean, t- they're ten years. They got a ten year old, right? So this has been this isn't new. Right. 
Good well, for her. I'm, I'm yeah, good for her. Though. I'm psyched for her that she did it. I'm glad the guy listened, and you know, now it remains to be seen. Does this, this is just something that he picks up for a while, and it all winds up back on you? And if it does, like you know, you're in a partnership. A lot of people feel like they're like the the lesser partner, you know, and and you. Well, she said it. She said he makes it. more money, so I feel like I don't. Well, right. that's not a partnership. That's not. That just happens to be one of the factors in in the entire partnership. Their, right. their money that comes in. That's not, you know, you are s- supposed to be two equal partners bringing to the mm-hmm. table what you bring. And uh, yeah, you gotta, you have to insist on some kind of equitable situation. It doesn't it's matter who makes the It's a weird thing as partners when you find yourself talking. I know, Sarah, your thing was whoever makes the most money, that's the job that becomes the most important job in the house, which has been yours. And therefore John has had other found other ways to contribute to the household. Right. And, and it's well, all we good. Said the other person would stay home with the kid. You know? Right. So I get that. And that's something for the first time in my life, we've had those conversations at my house. Thanks to the fun, loving pandemic. We just had oh, what a blast it's been. Oh, and so one of the things, and, and this isn't me trying to, weirdly backdoor negotiations or anything, but Sarah and I have some deals coming up in the new year. And these things always are stressful and cause issues. And it's the first time my partner, Christina has been like, look, if, if, if it comes down to it, we'll tell them fuck off. I'll take the money earning job in the house and you can hang. And I was, it was the first time I went, I will do that. <laughs> if, yeah. If these fuckers <laughs> want to go that route, I will fucking do that. Right. Fine by me. Let's go that route then. And we're doing a podcast right now. So yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> I swear to you, that was the first time in my life I went. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. feeling. She yeah, can I mean, go climb. She's really good at her gig, right? And she's been taking a half job in in an effort to do the kids and the job. Right. But if she wants to go, if she goes all in, she can climb that ladder like a finger snap right. and we'll be fine. So well, I was, but you'll also, then now you're in charge of the kids diet and, and all the things that come with there'll it. Be a it's lot, not like it wouldn't be stressful. No, no, then. no. There'll be a lot of work. I can, but I can picture, I can picture Vinny in the middle of the night, just walking around in his garage with a Mr. Microphone and a crazy wig. I got to tell somebody something about this. You want to believe what happened when I was surfing today? It's not my chosen plant path, but I'm saying in partnerships, you do have weird conversations about how the weight can be distributed. And right. it's the first time in my life that a conversation was had where I was, I actually went, oh, I guess I could go that route if we had to. All yeah. right. Yeah. Weird. It's, well, look, it's good to have options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like my sister and my brother-in-law, he wanted to be the stay at home mom and he loves it. <laughs> so, oh, good for him. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, you know, I mean, dad, and he, yeah, he loves dad. cleaning. He loves cooking. So it works out for them, but yeah, they had perfect. to have a conversation about it. Well, and it can be really hard for a guy to to do that mm-hmm. because they do feel that, you know, in those traditional family roles, um, you know, it's you're the man. You're supposed to be the breadwinner. You're, you know, supposed to be like in that whole traditional sense. Like I it it was really difficult for John to go. All right. I'm not going to work. I'm good. I mean, it's not that you're not working because you are working. No, it's, you are. It is and hard. I There's think nothing that's easy more about it. 
our generation, Sarah, though, than the kids coming up. I, I think, think so, they're too. more flexible and fluid in what their role in the house or in their partnership will be. I think that's cool. It's an yeah. actually a really good improvement on some of the bad sort of stuff in our heads. You know, right. those, those gender roles those and roles. what you're required of you to be a good this, that or the other thing. What does that make me if I do this? Right. It makes you a good partner. Well, it makes you a parent. Right. But I feel like a punk. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> right. And yeah. Nicole called me a mom. What? <laughs> what? You guys are stay-at-home moms. What? What about it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, should we give it another try? Give somebody else some advice? Yeah, I have actually, absolutely. I have a couple situations. They're not exactly the same, but it's sort of the same thing, like the obligation to do something. And, and uh, so I'll start with this one. What have I got for time, Bryn? I, maybe uh, I can get them both in. Yeah, I think you could. Let me put it up for you. Yeah, throw the, yeah thank you. Oh, great. Plenty of time. Um, okay, I have a question I don't know how to ask without feeling judged, so I'm asking you. It's not sexy. I have a really good friend. His mother's health has been declining for many years, and she passed away this past weekend. I reached out to my friend. I brought dinner. We've hung out. I prompted him to talk about how he's feeling and also distracted him with mindless chat. I lost a parent myself. I know it's a roller coaster. The funeral is next week, a couple hours away on a work day. Is it a no-brainer that I go? I'm not really sure. I never met his mom, but I know funerals are for the family a lot of times too, and I love my friend. Will he be confused that I'm not there? Am I being stingy with my vacation hours? My boyfriend said it's fine, and that after is when my friend will really need me. The internet says if it's out of town and you can't take off, it's fine. But I mean, can't you always make things happen if you want? I'm just not sure. I feel a lot of guilt. Please help. The funeral's next week. So much love from a long-time listener. I can reminisce with you right now about great times, but instead, thank you so much for pandemic shows. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't say my name. I feel like um, when my friends have always been super close to my family, and when we have deaths in the family, um, no matter how traumatic it is, and even if they don't really know them, they will always offer to come, and I say it's totally up to you. You don't have to, or you can just come to this if you would like. So it just depends, and if... um, if it's not really convenient for your schedule and you didn't really know that person, I kind of get where she's coming from, but just being there for your friend and right. just checking in on them, calling them. If you can't go to the funeral means a send lot. Send flowers. Yeah. Send some flowers to the funeral. Yeah. And some, or make the donation in the name of the person. Yeah, yeah the point is the that. funeral's not for the dead person. It's for no. the people who yeah. survived the dead person. Yeah. So that's, that's fact. I don't think this person needs to go at all. No. I, I think this so. person should absolutely say... I love you. I hope you're okay at the funeral or have a, you know, whatever. I, and, I'm but here for you. Be, yeah, be their friend. Yeah. But you are not obligated to go to that. And you shouldn't take it. Look, time off is gold. Yeah. And so if you really feel like you need to be there, then go. But if you yeah. don't, don't spend your days off on that. And don't feel guilty about it either you know the thing about funerals too is that the the family is a bunch of zombies they're they're they don't know how to feel they're completely bereaved they don't want to laugh and joke with you although sometimes the best funerals end up that way uh as you celebrate the person's life and you see people you haven't seen for a long time he's got you you you've got him you'll be you'll be there for him afterward i i think that i'm hearing how guilty you feel don't feel guilty Send some flowers. Yeah, there's no reason. Just, you know what? 
you can do to get rid of that guilt is just text them the day of, you know when the day is. Just text them, say, hey, I'm really thinking of you. Mm-hmm. And Be strong I, today. Be, yeah, It's going to be a tough day. You know, yeah. I wish I could be there with you. Exactly. Give me a call when you come back to, and I'll take yeah, you out to you dinner or talk, something. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that, too, uh, we have preconceived ideas about what these days will be like. And you've probably, you know, you don't want to sit there and think about what will it be like when my mom dies? Mm-mm. How hard will that be? And I'm not saying it's not hard. But the but the the funeral itself is is more makeable than you think. It becomes this thing where you just go through the motions and you're just going through this event. It's a life event. It sucks, but you do it and you're together with all the people who knew him or her and you are around and you just get through it. And on the other side of it. Yeah, there's hard days, and those days are when you need your friends around. And those are the days when you're alone and you don't have your family around you where you might need that. And that's where you can fill in. Yeah, so don't feel guilty. Be there for this person as you have been all along. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, don't. He'll get through it fine. Right, it's a funeral. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. This one, a little tougher. But not, but still not that tough. And I know Vinny's answer. Um, hey, don't say punt. Me. Well, it's not punt because it's not a relationship. <laughs> but it, but it kind of is punt though. Here, let me. I'll just read it to you. You know, I swear because I have little kids. Hot lava seems to be part of every conversation we oh, have. Don't stop in that. You no, know, right. And so I, I everything you're re- saying now, I, I keep thinking. Well, at least there's no hot lava. So (laughs) everything is surmountable as long as there's no lava to walk through. Right. No lava flows. Go on. All right. Don't say my name. I need some bad advice about how to decline a wedding invite without causing drama in my friend group. Hmm. Basically, my old high school friend group is invited to our somewhat estranged friend's wedding out of state. Our friend is the bride and we are all women in our early 30s. Just FYI. I do not like spending time with this person. None of my friends do. When she comes back to town for holidays, none of us want to hang out with her, but we sometimes do because we feel obligated. We were a very tight-knit group in high school, so it feels bad to exclude her. Although she can be fun at times, spending a lo- spending time with her always leaves me feeling burned in some way or another and causes me a lot of anxiety. I think she might have a personality disorder. She sounds great. Here's my dilemma. I already verbally committed, and she knows I bought a plane ticket, but I really don't want to go. I feel like I should reach out to her. Oh, God. You're so far down down the path. You just set yourself up. I love this. I feel like I should reach out to her rather than just decline on the invite, but I am really nervous about how she will react, and I don't want to cause drama. Am I overthinking this? Yes. Can I just use COVID as an excuse not to go? (laughs) If and when I decline this invite, I want it to be our last communication ever, if possible. I am thinking of just ghosting her. Is this a totally shitty thing to do? I feel like going through COVID totally changed my outlook on friendships and where I invest my time. Does anyone else feel this way? Thanks in advance. So I've actually had friends break up with me like that. Just ghosted me. Break up with you. Yeah, the friend who broke up with you. Friend breakups. It's a thing. I actually just saw. What did you do to them? Like, why'd they break up with you? Do you suck? um, Apparently, I do. Um, It's a long story. Um, We can get into it another time. But um, not my first time. Uh, it's okay. But I don't know. You're so far committed that I would feel like when I would end a friendship, I would want to be the one on top. Like, okay, we both know this isn't a good friendship. 
but I'll be there for what you, you in this one I, instant. I, I think this is great. And then I got You're go. one of my best friends. What are you talking about? What do you mean? This really? Is no, you here's, here's what you got to do. Back there. <laughs> Whatever you spend on that ticket, you save those points because they're not going to give you your money back. No. So you just turn those into points or, or cash for another ticket to somewhere you actually want to go. Mm. And you, and this is something that's really important as a person who, uh, I try very hard to be straight with people about things, but also be careful because I've been told I'm tactless and, and worse. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, and by worse, I mean, you're a fucking dick, dude. Can you try to fucking be cool about some things? And you just go, well, I'm telling you the truth. Right. You got to temper the truth. We right. Gotta, so, you got to ease people into it. Well, no, in this case, though, what I think is you use the, the fewest words possible. Something has come up, and I cannot make your wedding. Best of luck. Take care. Like, you do not, don't make up an elaborate lie about no, how, don't you use know, COVID. You don't, need to, you don't need to tell this person why you can't make it. You just tell this person you can't make it. Right. And then you wish them the absolute best on their day. This doesn't mean you're trying to stay their friend. This just means you're trying to be a cool person tactful person you tell them i cannot make it i wish you all the best if you want to send flowers fine i wouldn't even spend the money on that i'd just say you can't make it the end this is a relationship a that you haven't farmed for years so i don't even know why they're bothering but they think they have a big group of friends from high school that they are right yeah that's another thing just because you were you guys are friends from high school and I still have friends from elementary school, but we really work on that. It doesn't mean just because you grew up together that you have to continue it. If you grow and out listen, of the friendship, it, you grow out. The The bottom line here is, you know, at the ripe old age of almost 55, <laughs> I, I have learned that I put my I put my own feelings and what I want to do first more mm-hmm. than I ever have in my life. Like, no is a complete sentence. And you don't owe anybody, like Vinny said, you don't have to explain why. Like, I mean, you, the facts are, this is not, you want to ghost this chick. Mm -hmm. You don't like her, and you don't, you have absolutely no obligation because she keeps reaching out to you to continue to accept her reach outs. Like, you, you said you would, and you bought a ticket, and you're in your early 30s, so maybe you're just not there yet. But you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Right. I, I mean, for the most part in your life, right? There are, there's, you have certain obligations and there are certain things you have to do. And so you save your energy for those things. Mm-hmm. Well, and those are the relationships that you're trying to keep. Right. And so, yes, if your husband, girlfriend, buddy says I need you for this then you would say to yourself I I want to be there for you because I love you or yes. I like you or you whatever. are you are one of my people this not is not in this one case. of your people right no nope. the only other thing I can th- so I my feeling is like Vinny said trade that ticket in and uh when you get the invitation just write just write no decline on the invitation I'm so sorry something came up best of luck boom that's it and if she Keep calls, it short and sweet. if she calls, don't pick up the phone. If she texts, <laughs> be short and just say, I'm uncomfortable with you asking me what my reasons are. I got I, COVID. <laughs> don't, don't, just don't do it. Just say, you know, I really, it was, it was, I didn't, 
I didn't want to come or, you know, whatever. You could maybe be harsh with her. No, you just leave it at the letter you write. You write a little letter. And and then block her number. And you make it. (laughs) No, well, you don't have to pick up that person's phone call. No, but if she texts you, you can't, you know, you're going to leave her on red. I'm going to tell you something. One of the things I've been working on with my daughter, because people do grow up. And and continue to do this. Like this is my daughter. My daughter's seven. She's just impulsing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she'll she'll go someone will go, I can't play today. Why can't you play? Well, my mom <laughs> said no and she's not around. Or my mom's not here. Well, where's your mom? Like these grilling things right. that people do, that is immature and pathetic. Mm-hmm. But do not put yourself in a position where you have to answer for your answer. You right. don't have to do that. So you tell her be you the can't more make mature it person and right. be done with it. And that's that. But like I've had to tell my kid a dozen times, stop grilling people about why they can't right. go do something with you. If they say no. The answer is no. That's also, the answer. And also you not going uncool. to her wedding. She might be so hurt. She probably wouldn't want to be your friend. Great. So then, then it's, it's mission accomplished. Yes, there you go. Right, that's ideal. Then, then now she's right. all pissed at you. And you know what? Here's the thing. There are people pissed at me right now. There are people who I have done the wrong thing as far as they're concerned. And they, you know what? You know how much it affects me? Zero. The only time it affects me is when I sit and think about it. And, oh, God, I'm angry. I feel guilty because it's like you don't have to carry that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the older you get and you realize how short life is and you go, I'm not going to worry about that. And that is a person I cut out of my life because I wasn't interested in, in having her in my life. Mm-hmm. And, the, and and you know who's in my life? People I care about. So look at this as an opportunity to exercise a step toward maturity. Do what you want to do, and get those points. Unless Make sure it's you an hold open bar, then go. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just well, here's the, when I started reading it, I'm like, oh well, if all your other friends are going, who cares? Just go there and yeah, badmouth I mean, their yeah. dolls. And I mean, if it's an fun. open bar, and depending on the food, I, that's right. why I go. to Although weddings. you do continue the relationship in that that's true. scenario. Yeah, yeah I want to go. What? I want to go. She's right about COVID having changed us. And I I don't know how long lasting the change will be depending on when we ever come out of this yep. fucking bullshit. But there's no doubt that there's a lot of changes in us, whether it's, you know, a person who went, I don't want to be married to this fucker mm-hmm. or a person. You know what I mean? What, I can't a take lot, another minute with this person. Th- there's a lot of changes. And the, the fact that she's like, I don't want to waste my time. That's a perfectly valid reason right. for not wanting to be there and don't feel guilty about that. She says, just, well, I just say, I'm really busy and I got to go right now. So mm-hmm. I don't or have just, a I, I say block her, block her. Uh... Bottom line is I think life is short. Don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Nonsense. Nicely put. That's a good way to end it. Thanks. We're so helpful. See? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's so rational. Our doctorate degrees are coming our yeah. way. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Send him along, right. Stanford. Honorary doctor. Oh, Stanford. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We're going we're going big league. I would love Ivy that. League. Thank you. I can't wait to frame that and put that next to the Alice poster right here on the wall on the wall. Oh, the end. Sorry. <laughs>